Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Listen App Open Form Wednesday. You want to do a little fantasy football roundtable? We can do that. Kings and Warriors, and then one more game against the Utah Jazz. Uh, no Chris Duarte for the rest of the preseason. So Kevin Herter will be back in the starting lineup. I'm not so sure he wouldn't have been a starter anyway, but he did not start in the last game as Mike Brown, uh, you know, you know, experimenting a little bit. So uh, you know the routine. You want to get in on the program, you raise your hand, and we will put you right on. NFL week uh, Thursday night football tomorrow. We've got the 49ers still not sure who's going to be on the field Monday night against the Minnesota Vikings. Mr. Malcontent, James Harden, does not show up for practice today for the Philadelphia 76ers. Boy, Neymar, if you're a soccer fan, ACL. So not, not good there. That is for darn sure one of the brightest stars in the history of that sport. So there you have it. We got the baseball, the uh, Phillies, and the Rangers, two games each away from making it to the World Series. If that does happen, Texas would have home field advantage with the uh, 2 3 2 format. So you got baseball, you can mix it in there as well. Boy, the Phillies just destroyed the Diamondbacks, absolutely destroyed them. And we'll see if Houston can get back on track with uh, their series against the Texas Rangers. So there you have it. All right. Who wants to be my leadoff person? And again, if you want to talk fantasy football, uh, we can do that as well. Uh, you know, we had a really good fantasy football session last week. It went on for about 15 minutes, but I'll leave it up to you. If you want to do it, fine. If not, uh, that's fine with me too. So I need a leadoff person who wants to get the show rolling today on this Wednesday as we uh, talk about everything. NBA with the Kings and the Warriors. Uh, uh, do you do you agree with me that the Kings right now are a little iffy at the two-guard position? Or do you just think, Grant, it's preseason, it doesn't matter? You know, I, I'm not worried about Malik Muck. I'm not worried about Kevin Herter. Or, or do you think there's something to that, right? I mean, Muck's a street guy anyway. Herter did not play well in the postseason. Do you think it's an issue? Or do you think, nah, no problem. Once the regular season starts, uh, everything will just be fine. I'm not so sure about that. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, you know what you're going to get from Fox and Sabonis every night. I, I think Murray's going to have a very good year. You know, Harrison Barnes, pretty much you know what you're going to get from him. I mean, he does go through his stretches where offensively he doesn't produce. But by and large, you know, he doesn't hurt you when he's on the floor. He doesn't do anything great. He does everything well. That's how I would characterize him. But the two guard, it seems to be very inconsistent. And that's something I, I don't, you know, if the Kings are going to win 50 games this year, I don't think the two guard position uh, can be inconsistent. I really don't. You know, I, I personally have not seen anything from Davion Mitchell in this training camp or preseason that would lead me to be uh, backup point guard position is going to be okay. In terms of scoring, you know, I thought that was his Achilles heel in his first two years. And there's nothing that I've seen this preseason 
that leads me to believe that that's going to be all fine and dandy. So, you know, again, I still think this team's good. I think they're deep, but like all teams, they uh, they do have some question marks. They do have some question marks. Hard to believe that a week from tonight, the Kings open up the season in Salt Lake City, and then on Friday with the uh, Golden State Warriors. And don't forget, Ryan and I will be doing a lot of programming around uh, the Kings over on YouTube and on the uh, Pro Sports Fans app that we'll get going here in a short period of time, and we'll tell you how you can uh, get involved on that. All right, so there you have it. Who wants to talk today? All right, I'm very tired today. I've been traveling all day, so I'm not going to talk too much today. <laughs> if you want to if you want to come on today, then uh, I would love to be able to talk to you. All right, let's get to Kyle. Kyle, you'll be my leadoff guy today. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm good. Thank you. I got a question uh, for Ryan, if he's, uh, if he's there. Okay, what's your question? Uh, fantasy football. Um, I got a, a trade proposal today, and I just want to see what he thinks about it. Okay. Well, go ahead and ask the question, and hopefully he'll join us. Okay. Um, so the trade is I would be offered uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Jalen Warren for Derrick Henry. Okay. Uh, Ryan is listening, but that doesn't mean he's in a – well, let's see. Here he is right here. All right, here he is. All right, go ahead. Ryan, thanks, buddy. Uh, did you ha- did yeah. you hear that question from Kyle? Yeah, I did. Kyle, um, I'm keeping Derrick Henry. Absolutely yeah, that's, keeping him. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking too. He's, he's the identity of that Titans team. Um, the offense goes as he goes, in my opinion, and there's no signs of him slowing down in terms of carries per game and usage per game. Yep. Sounds good. Hey, by the way, if, if, if anybody else, if, 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 if anybody else uh, listening wants to join in on the uh, fantasy roundtable, you can. Uh, what about you, Ryan? You got any questions or you're pretty much set? I'm pretty much set, Napes. Uh, just picking against the spread. And uh, always yep. questions about that, buddy. Yeah. How are we doing on that? I didn't, I didn't even look after last week. You know, I haven't looked since last week, but I think a lot of people took favorites. So I okay. will, uh, I'll go through that and maybe give you an update by the end of the show. All right. So Kyle's got, yeah, I wouldn't get rid of Derrick Henry either. Is that what the question was? He was thinking of not having Derrick Henry. Yeah, he was, uh, somebody made him offer tight end back. Um, but yeah, Derrick Henry, that's one of those guys you, you hang on to regardless of how the team's doing. He's still going to get well, run we, as long as he's healthy. Well, we got Mr. Fantasy Football himself, Al, joining us. Hey, Al, welcome to the round table. How are you? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. You have a question? Uh, I just, I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, what was the question with Derek Henry? I just came in, Kyle's got an offer for him. Yeah, it was Isaiah Pachenko and um, Kyle. Who was the other guy, bud? Kyle, you know what? I'm going to put you back in the audience. Yeah, and then, all right, well, uh, raise your hand and I'll put you back on uh, because you had cut out, then you came back in. So, all right, we got Kyle back on now. Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Hey, Al, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing you fine. All right, Ryan, you hear me. Kyle, you must have you must be in a beta. Kyle, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. All right, go ahead. Dave. Can you hear me? Okay. So yeah, it was uh yeah, go ahead. Derek Henry. Derek Henry for Isaiah Pacheco and Jalen Warren. And uh and are you in need of a tight end right now? Is a Jalen Warren's a running back. Jalen Warren's a running back. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh uh-uh. uh. I I heard Brad. I don't I, I think I'd I'd stick with Henry, man, personally. I yeah. think he's just going to continue to have more touches. I like Pacheco. You know, 
But, you know, the Chiefs sometimes, their Chiefs, their offense, you know, Pacheco's been, he's been playing well, but, man, they just, I don't know if they're missing the enemy, but they're not clicking on all cylinders on their offense, man. They're, they're uh, I'd stick with Henry because I think with the way the Titans play and with very Brable, I think Henry's going to have more touches in the long run and probably be more productive. Yeah. I agree. That's just my opinion. Yeah, Who's I your agree. second running back? Um, so actually, I have. Let's see. I have Aiken from Miami, who's on IR. Right. Um, let's see who else I have. I have Zach Moss and Kareem Hunt. Well, you know, I think you're in pretty good shape. I mean, I think Hunt's gonna start to getting more touches too. Yeah. Cleveland had a big win and. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'd stand pat on that one, you know. And that's me personally, so that would be my thought. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. is it is it the? I assume you're in a PPR. Is it the lack of catches out of the backfield for Henry? Yeah, I think it's yeah. And he's on a bye this week too, and I need I need another running back who's reliable. If you look week. at uh. I picked up uh, uh, the, the Niners uh, back up. And here's another thing. The Rams are down their first two runners. You could try with their rookie, Zach Evans. I mean, he's getting picked up in a lot of leagues. And if the people, now I don't know a lot about Evans, but he got a little bit of carries last week. But, man, yeah, he's, he's going to definitely, yeah. Yeah, he's available. I might pick him up. Yep. I, I think uh, – now you said who's on the buy? You said Henry's on the buy this week. Yeah, Henry's on the buy this week. How are you in the league? In your league, as far as standings wise, are you in pretty good shape, or where um, are you at? I'm three and three. You no, know, you're in the thick of it. So you, you get, we got to get through these bye weeks. That's a challenge. I'm, I'm not yeah. inclined to, to trade a guy or drop a guy just because of a, a bye week. That's just me personally, because yeah. you know it's just one week, and if you can just make it to the playoffs and get hot you know what i mean i even sometimes i'll go get a a, a team at bye week sometimes guys are dropping guys that they got a limited roster type league and and that's where you can kind of snag some nuggets i picked up cleveland's defense i didn't really need them but you know they they work because someone dropped them on a bye week because they couldn't they hadn't needed a defense so right. the stash you know i always stay with henry and i like your other two runners myself yeah kyle hey, hang on kyle Try. go ahead ryan Oh, no, go ahead. You can get to Trent. Trent, you're joining us. Trent, you play fantasy football too, buddy? Uh, no, I wanted to talk about something else. You can hang up on me. All right, then I'm, hang on. I'm, I'm, all right, thanks. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, no, Kyle, I was going to say there's always that one guy in every league that targets like a trade that doesn't seem really fair on the surface yeah. when somebody's yeah. on a buy. So you, okay. you got to watch out for that guy because it does look attractive that week. Right. Yeah, that, that's exactly. a good point. That's a good point. I like to, I, I like to let, you know how teams snag guys off waivers because another team will try to sneak them, the guy through. That's what I like to look for with a bye week because that's when you can really snag a guy because, you know, I've only got 15, you know, if you, your roster is small, depending on your roster size. But I got a question. Uh, I, I got uh, Brees Hall on a bye. I'm in a PPR and I really need a win. Um, I got, uh, I picked up uh, both the Rams kid, uh, their, their rookie, uh, Evans, and uh, I got the Niners kid, Mason. Is uh, is McCaffrey, it looks like he's going to play. 
but what's the thought price? And then I then I can also get also have AJ Dillon. So those are my three options for my second runner. My first is is uh is uh Eckler, who the Cowboys kind of controlled him pretty good. So I'm hoping he wakes up and breaks out this week. But I've got three running backs to choose for my second R my RB two. What do you guys think of those three? Al, here's my take. You you're gonna know the Rams uh, running back, the kid, the rookie much better yeah. than any of us. You've seen him probably through the right. preseason. Um, as far as McCaffrey goes, regardless if he plays, this is a game the Niners should win handily. And you if think, I'm, Kyle yeah. Shanahan, I'm Kyle Shanahan, I am limiting exposure right. on uh, McCaffrey, especially if the Niners get out to a decent lead and that's where they go to the depth and maybe that's the guy you play. Like I, I like to think, and that's what I was kind of thinking too. It might get out of hand. I know Nate was saying, "I'm with Nate." I think you're saying, "Why would he even?" You can win without without McCaffrey. You know his injury history. I'm kind of surprised they're even considering it. They probably be game will be over by halftime because you know you're going to come out pretty pretty pissed off after last week. So and Dylan's even when he, when Aaron Jones was out, Dylan's done nothing. So I'll probably just go with Evans Durant's rookie. And, Hope that McVeigh doesn't go his to his Mike March thing. So, thanks for the advice. What do you think, Kyle? Um, tell me those players again. I'm sorry, I apologize. It was I got uh, my- I picked up the the Rams rookie running back. The Rams top two running backs are out. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're out for multiple weeks. So I got this kid Zach Evans. He's a rookie. And I, I don't follow college. They say he's got you know all the tools, but you know like a combine kind of thing. But he had had a some carries last week when both guys were out. But uh, I also have uh, Zach, so I got that kid. I got the Niners. Uh, this kid Mason, who my brother's a Niners fan, he loves this kid. He's a he's a beast. And Mitchell's going to be their RB one for them. Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And then my third runner is AJ Dillon. So I need one of those three. And and I got uh, Eckler, uh, Austin Eckler, for my running back one. So what do you think? Yeah, I'd probably go with uh, Evans. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably yeah, go with Evans. Mason? You guys think Mason? Uh, my brother loves the kid, and my brother's the Niners fan. You think Mason might uh, make some noise behind uh, Mitchell or maybe just stay away from that one? Well, it depends if McCaffrey goes. If McCaffrey doesn't go, yeah, then, yeah, I'd probably start him, but it depends if McCaffrey goes or not. Okay. Well, that's but all Grant I have. Is, Anybody else? Grant, is McCaffrey playing? Is McCaffrey playing? No, they don't know yet. Uh, you know, he's. Uh, they haven't made a decision. He is. Uh, my gut feeling is, just reading through the tea leaves, I don't think he is going to play. And I think yeah. that, you know, we all realize that in order for the 49ers to go deep in the playoffs, they need a healthy Christian McCaffrey. And if you need Christian right. McCaffrey to beat the Vikings, you're not as good as you think. So to <laughs> me, and again, I, I just don't see him playing on Monday. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with Nate on that one. Okay, guys. Well, that's all I had. Anybody else got anything? Nope, I got nothing else, guys. Um, I'll okay. give you guys a quick. I'll give you a quick update on the uh, Pick'em League. Sam won professors in the league. Grant, he is fifty-five and thirty-seven, picking at a sixty wow. percent clip. That's pretty freaking good. I, I wonder if I wonder if he uh, gambles for real because if he does, uh, he might be going out and buying a sports car pretty soon. Yeah, he, he's looking good. And then you got uh, Anita. She's at 54 and 38. We got Flynnbot. That's good. 34, or 54 and 38. And then 
Napes, I think you're nine behind first place. You're 51 and 41. I'll take that 51 and 41. Yeah, you're nine back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, that, well, it's going to be fun. We're, we still have more than half the season left. So, you know, there's going to be good weeks and there are going to be bad weeks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But that, that's 60%. That's crazy. I'd like to know who that is. So uh, tell me about the podcast that you started. I saw it on Twitter. What are you doing? Yeah, thank you. Um, started a podcast called Sixth Kings. And the reason it's called Sixth Kings is because they've broken the 16-year playoff drought. And now it's all about getting those 16 playoff wins to uh, bring that championship to Sacramento eventually. So Connor and I are going to hop on once a week, talk about that journey, talk about what's going on with the team, and you know maybe talk a little bit historically too um, about the that's team. Good. So uh, we're looking forward to it. I appreciate you asking that- yeah, that's great. And that those will release on what are on the same day every week or will be different yeah, the, every week? Those are going to release on Tuesdays and you can find okay. them live on YouTube. Um, we're usually going to run either three or four o'clock, depending on what time you run on YouTube. So we're not going to go up against okay. you. Um, and then you can also find replays on all of your major podcast platforms. Sounds good. Great. We'll look up. We'll uh, check it out. All right, man. You be good. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. You as well. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move along here and uh, let's bring in Trent now. Hello, Trent. Go ahead. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Um, thanks, Grant. Um, I heard your podcast a couple days ago about the uh, NBA music and I thought it was really cool. Um, Thank you. My favorite, I, I think my favorite of the era was the CBS uh, music that, that they had. And I think it, it was a big deal because the Kings never got you know, talked about on those broadcasts at all. There was one brief moment. It was a, um, I think it was a Christmas Day game, and I think Pat O'Brien was doing at the half, and they showed um, footage of the night when the 76ers were playing the Kings and the roof leaked, and they actually got oh wow uh, they got national attention on that. I remember that like it was, you know, just a couple months ago. Well, it was a couple years ago, but... Yeah, but was, when the Kings played on well, 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 well. when the Kings played on Christmas Day, it wasn't CBS. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, it would have been on NBC because CBS didn't have the contract of the NBA when the Kings were playing on Christmas Day. I believe those games were on NBC. Oh. I could be wrong, yeah, yeah, but I yeah, believe yeah. that's yeah. The Kings, the Kings back when CBS was doing stuff, they they never played on Christmas. The they were doing like a like a highlight show or something like highlights or something, and I, I guess that week was the week that that roof leaked, and it was kind of a interesting deal. So the Kings got exposure that way. But yeah, the music that is on that surrounds sports and sports broadcasting, I think, was uh, really cool back in the '80s, especially like what ABC used to do with uh, with the Wide World of Sports and with what they did like with events like the U.S. Open and the Indy 500 and even the Monaco Grand Prix and, and Monday night football back then was a really big deal in my opinion as well. And I just, you know, music is a, a big deal with me and I just love it how it goes with TV and with radio and stuff. Yeah. And so I appreciated that. I'm with you. Thank you. Yeah. It's very interesting right. when you hear a song and you identify it with a sports uh, show. I mean, John Tesh, you know, that NBC, you know, music they used, you know, in the NBA, and why world of sports, you know, was incredible. You know, what they used, it was phenomenal. I mean, you knew, wow, it got you really into watching uh, the wide world of sports. It was great, you know? It was great. All right, if you want to get in on the program, I'm not going to go long today. 
but I am going to take as many calls as people want. So as long as you want to talk, I'm more than happy to talk to you. Dorian, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Grant, so great to be on. I'm doing really amazing. Hope everybody here is doing uh, doing so awesome too. Uh, one week away from Kings home, uh, Kings, uh, Kings against the Jazz. I'm really excited about that, Grant. Um, it's funny that Trent brought up uh, music um, because uh, my friend posted a note on Instagram with Creed, the song Higher. And I think I remember as a kid, Grant, was it did the did the Kings play like intro music um, with Creed like back when they uh, showed sports on Comcast? Gosh, I can't remember. I'm I, you're asking a wrong guy. I just I can't remember. Yeah, it's it's really funny because, you know, Creed was a really good band, obviously, back then, at least for me. And I always associated Creed with Kings games because um, the, the, every time the game was over as or as an intro on Comcast, from what I can remember as a little kid, the, they would play Creed. So that's really funny that Trent brought that up and how you guys connected music with, you know, a certain. Well, I did a, I did a podcast um, on Friday of last week and I was reviewing all of the music over the different eras. Uh, associated with the NBA going back to the 80s and CBS when they had the great, you know, Celtics Lakers rivalry and the music that they used on their network games. And then NBC got the network package and John Tesh composed what I think to this day is the best music for NBA that I've ever heard. And then I played ESPN and TNT and all of that, but it was kind of fun to go back and yeah. uh, listen to the CBS music. And then I also, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Ray Clay, the public address announcer for the Bulls. And I was blessed to go to you know all of the arenas and watch all the intros. And there was nothing like the Chicago Bulls getting introduced at the Chicago stadium before they moved into the United center when they had Michael Jordan. I mean, sure. Dorian, there was nothing like that anywhere in the league. There was nothing like that. I bet you're, you're, uh, you know, I'm really excited for your, your next book to come out, but uh, you know, your sports <laughs> stories, man, are just going to be, inc- are just incredible. You are, yep. you know, you lived in a really amazing sports life, you know, with growing up as a kid, you know, having season tickets and yep. stuff like that to do two different sports teams. And obviously, you know, being on the road with the Kings, uh, really, really blessed. Yeah, you're you're really blessed. That's amazing, Grant. I want to uh, come on and ask you a couple of questions. Um, what do you? I don't know if you if you mentioned this uh, earlier in your podcast or you know on Listen App shows, but I saw a couple of stuff on Damian Lillard and how you know unfortunately I don't know if it's true or not, but I did a little bit of research. It sounds like it is, but about him and his uh, him and his wife becoming divorced. And I thought that was, you know, obviously these these athletes are they're they're in the spotlight, right? And obviously Damian Lillard is a superstar. He's one of the main, you know, players in the NBA and in sports. How do you feel about uh, personal business like that being broadcasted out in social media and and have you know what what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I thought it, I th- I think it's just kind of like man that that really sucks, you know, because you know these, these I don't guys, like it. I, yeah. I don't like it, but that's the way our society is. Uh, look at Travis Kelsey and you know Taylor Swift, right? I mean. It's everyone goes gaga over everyone's personal lives. If you're a celebrity, I'm not, I'm not in favor of it. I don't like it. I've always felt that just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean that you have a right to know what's going on in their house. Um, And I I don't like that. I've never been a fan of that. I, I think that, you know, we, and when I say we, a lot of people that aren't in the public and a lot of people that aren't celebrities, they forget that the celebrities are people too. And they, they have problems just like we do. And they have issues. And I mean, how would you feel? And I'm not asking you this story and I'm asking anyone I'm asking, you know, in, in, in general, 
How would you feel if your private life became public just because of what you did for a living? I, I, I'm not, I've never been a fan of that. I've never been a fan of that. Yeah, especially, and it sounds like they've been together for so long. I mean, even since, uh, you know, his college days at Weber State, I mean, I thought that was kind of sad, you know, seeing that on multiple outlets on different social media channels, but uh, wishing him all the best and a continued blessed career. And lastly, Grant, um, how do you feel about Bill Belichick? I mean, to go from being the one of the greatest dynasties in NFL history to now being, you know, it sounds like they're one in five, I think, um, having this worst season as uh, as a as a the coach of the Patriots. I mean, what, what you know, different emotions. I mean, from being the best team in in the NFL to now being one of the well, worst. That's you know, I, I'll make it. I'll make an analogy this way. Most people consider Nick Saban to be the greatest coach in the history of college football. Alabama's not that good this year. They're probably going to end up with two more losses. All right, and does that mean that he doesn't know how to coach, or does he doesn't have the good enough players? I mean, I I think Bill Belichick's the greatest coach in the history of football, and a lot of people don't remember he was a great defensive coordinator before he became an NFL head coach. But yeah. you know, obviously, there were a lot of people saying, "Gee, see what happens when Bill Belichick doesn't have Tom Brady." Well, okay, yeah, there that that is true to a degree, but. His, his resume over his entire coaching career is outstanding. So what do I think about it? I think that you know, if you stay in this game long enough, Dorian, no matter yeah. whether you're a player or whether you're a coach, you're going to go through some dry spells. And of that's course. what's happening with Bill Belichick. Yeah, just so weird to see him, you know, uh, dealing with uh, uh, w- with so much adversity like this. And and obviously, you know, I'm sure he loves football and his family supports him. But you know, to to go from being, you know, one of the be- one of the best or the best uh, a coach or having or a team in the NFL to now being the worst, one of the worst teams. That's like a a really uh, odd uh, odd representation of emotion to go through as a coach and even as a player. Obviously, when you have your your highs and lows, but. Uh, but thanks for answering my call, Grant. I really appreciate it. I'm excited for Kings basketball next Wednesday. Um, preseason's been really cool, so I got my tickets for opening night against the Warriors. I'm really excited for that. So uh, hope everything is going well for everyone in here uh, and your lawsuit, Grant. Always supporting you. Let us know if you have anything. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dorian. Uh, I do appreciate that very much. Again, if you're in the business as long as Bill Belichick, okay, you're, you're, you're not going to be at the top of the mountain every year. Uh, you're you're going to have some dry spells. I mean, I don't care who you are. If you're in the business over a couple of decades, you're never going to go through your career and not have a down year or down years. It's just part of the business. You know, it's just part of the business. All right. So tomorrow we've got, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about the Kings tonight. We're going to be great. Get ready for the jazz. I'll connect with uh, Ryan but I'm thinking I'll be doing a YouTube show tomorrow around four. I'll, I, I got to touch base with Ryan and see what his schedule is. But just figure tomorrow, maybe five, four or five. We'll see. I'm trying to think what the best time is. So uh, we'll be on YouTube tomorrow, right? We'll check it out. All right, John, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, John? Man? What's up? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. That was a, I got in a little bit late. I caught a little bit of the round of the uh, fantasy round table, which is pretty interesting. But Dorian just brought up a couple questions that I think you nailed spot on, especially about the uh, Bill Belichick and, you know, the slide that his, that a lot of people think he's taking. Well, like you said, you do anything long enough, you're going to find ebbs and flows. It's going to be up and down. And the better you are, there's going to be more ups 
and the worse there are you are at your tr job trade whatever it is there's going to be more lulls so belichick has had 20 straight really 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 good years and for him to have a little downslide it's not all that surprising but the thing is i think he he is such a football mind and such a football addict this is going to drive him to stay as a coach until he get until his team gets better maybe not necessarily you know three super bowls in four years and something like that but he's not going to go and you know quit and leave what he's so passionate about until he gets another some form of success in my opinion i you know i'd be very surprised i mean there's no way that Kraft is going to let him go it's whenever belichick start stops coaching that team it's going to be a mutual decision between those two guys as well as well it should be they you know they've been they've got so many championships hand in hand doing business like that i think that there's well, no we'll way see, he'd possibly you know as you said i don't you know robert Kraft's not gonna, robert Kraft's not going to fire bill belichick he can coach no there as way. long as he wants and yeah so exactly. you know we'll see you know i i don't lose sleep over this uh, you know, no worrying about Bill Belichick. I mean, yeah, whatever. You know, if he gets to, if he gets, you know, a good team again, fine. If not, it doesn't diminish to me what a great football coach he's been. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And like you said about, you know, his background is defense, and he was been a good defensive coordinator in this league long before he was a head coach. And when he became a head coach, I believe it was the Browns the first time, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't have that great. Yeah wasn't all that great yeah. but when he got to the patriots and you know this guy named drew bledsoe i think got hurt and then they had this other kid named tom come yeah. in and play quarterback yeah. it's one of those things you don't know what you got until you need him just like brock purdy these guys san francisco didn't know brock purdy was going to be a decent quarterback until until his number came up and he had to play and then they found out wow this guy's got a head on his shoulders and nothing rattles him so and there's going to be ups and downs for brock purdy too just because he lost last week doesn't mean oh he's never gonna win a freaking game again in his life it you know it, and i hear a lot of that too oh brock finally it's coming to the end and it i completely well, gee, i don't know Have you, can you name me a quarterback that. in the nfl that's undefeated i mean i can't can I, name I mean I, I, so we uh, there's yeah, never been impossible. a quarterback in the history in the history of the nfl that's played their whole career and not lost a game that's been a, you know so i mean you know what again i don't get caught up in this stuff the guys a good quarterback the niners are still the favorite in the nfc if they're healthy to go to the super bowl i really believe that i think they've shown that when they're healthy they have the best personnel and uh, but that's yep. why you play the games you know that's why you play the yeah, games that's what we say grant that's why we play the games and that's why yep. I, I agree like we've been saying pretty much all year man the niners look loaded everywhere you turn yep. around with yep. double McCaffrey. oh well what are you gonna do about kittle oh you're double kittle too oh well here's brandon iu what do you think about that guy that's that's just how it is and and you know like we've talked about john lynch has done a great job putting that team together him and kyle both i mean you know it's a collaborative effort i'm sure that's just how it goes there's ebbs and flows there's ups and downs and like you said a second ago that's why we play them we never know just like my cowboys you know they handily beat the chargers the other night i think is that's how i put it but they <laughs> squeaked it out, you know they barely squeaked it out yeah. they beat the spread hey listen covered the spread. you have a you have a good night my friend you take care of yourself <laughs> you do the same grant and uh, i got some other things i want to talk about but I'm still under the gun right now, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Keep it up, and I can't wait to check out Ryan's 
show. I need to get in touch with him and make sure I know all the details. I heard you talk a little bit about it, but yep. I can't wait. I can't wait to check it out. See you, buddy. Take care. All right. So tomorrow, I forgot we got Thursday night football. All right. So I'm going to come on at four tomorrow. I'll be over on YouTube. Hopefully Ryan can join me, but if not, I'll go solo, but that's tomorrow at four o'clock. Hey, you all take care. Always good to be with you on Open Forum Wednesday. Stay safe. Talk to you tomorrow. So long, everybody.